0: Anything related?
1: Uh, maybe. He, OK, but here's what I found and kind of Quinn kind of just has you guys sit next to him on the ground and kind of so that way he's able to show you on his laptop. OK, so here's what I found. So like I said, the victim's name is David Guyen. He's in his 30s. And of course, he is an associate partner at Orimaka Realtors. And based on the information that I found, he's one hell of a realtor making all sorts of deals across Town and getting money for selling houses, complexes, all that kind of good stuff. Now, digging into his personal life, I did manage to find no, uh, you know, he's not married, he is single, no partner or wife to be spoken for, so to speak. Though I didn't find some very interesting things. I did find that uh, Mr. Guyon here was on multiple dating sites. And sh- records show of him having registered for quite a bit, which is very interesting. And then upon further investigation, I noticed that you, for the most part, he was pretty active on all these sites. But all his activity just stopped about two weeks ago with his last interaction of uh, checking yes for a date with a one Emma Bailey.
0: that by chance the- on many riffs or plenty of riffs,
1: plenty of riffs. Yes,
0: yes,
2: yes, <laughs> you know, Just look at him like. You don't think I don't know someone would be dumb enough to actually make that. You don't have to be lonely. <laughs> well, but, uh, uh, no, I, agree. I, to, yeah. no, I no, had to. There's
0: no way around it. I fucking had to. Oh
1: my god, it is so amazing. I fucking love it. We're All calling right. this part of the episode
0: "Plenty of Riffs."
2: Why? Why did they make a rift in a gap? Do
0: you have any idea how awkward it is to try to hide, like, hide the factor a rift from someone who? isn't a rift in a long-term relationship?
2: Luckily, I do not have to.
0: Well, I'll tell you right now, it is not easy. It's a lot more work than you think. Even though they can't see what we see, it's like, here, let me not try to rip this door off its frame kind of thing while I let you out, you know, in the house or whatever. It's it's not easy. Yeah. So that's why plenty of rifts was invented. It's, you know, it's like Lobotomy Harmony.
2: Yes, but, but, I have another question for you. Have you ever tried to tell him, and no matter what you say, and try to explain it, it does not work?
0: Be 100% honest with you. I haven't tried yet. I haven't tried.
2: And then let me put it this way. It won't work.
0: Well, in that case, I'll be keeping my mouth shut for the rest of forever.
2: we <laughs> until she awakens, and that's going to be a way interesting story to hear.
0: I don't even know if she's. Wait, wait. Are you telling me that say is a sleeper? Do you know things I don't?
2: Well, technically, any sleeper can become awakened.
0: But I don't know that she's a sleeper. As a character, I have no idea that she's a sleeper.
2: Out of character, I don't know. I'm just saying, like, to be how you said that, that's why I, I don't know if she is all oh, of a
1: sudden from the sky, sad. you hear the voice of somebody called the MC. It's, it's like she is not a sleeper.
2: <laughs> I mean, she
0: is a sleeper. Sorry. I hear a voice from the heavens.
1: You hear a voice from the heavens, like just magically saying it's just you just hear in your head. Mac is like,
2: your fiance is a sleeper. Wait, to be fair, fact, my fiance is a sleeper. I just heard it from the voice of gods. To, to be fair, we did believe Frederick was a, Frederick was a sleeper for a long time. He's recently awakened. You do not know how... Yeah, and my life has gone completely sideways. Ever since. uh, Oh, trust me. Holy fuck, you showed up. I didn't know you were here. Sorry, we weren't talking about you or nothing. Oh, oh, trust me. You might not be able to see... Sleepers might not be able to see Rifts. But they can still feel the effects of them.
0: There are so many things I wanted to say. You set me up, but I'm going to play the higher role and just walk away slowly.
1: (laughs) Oh, my gosh. Uh, At this point, Officer Quinn, normally he would be annoyed, but he kind of just smiles and says, anyways. So, yeah, he, Mr. Guyen was part of a lot of dating sites, but his activity on them stopped two weeks ago after he had his last date with the Miss Emma Bailey. And looking into her. She is a flight attendant of some sorts. Huh. And it seems that uh, her social media, she's one of those people that posts about everything. And coming through that, it seems that she. Oh, this is quite interesting. It seems that about uh, last night she was at Shinobi Sushi. And it looks to be that Mr. Guyen is in this picture with her as well.
0: Wait, is there a picture of her? Uh, of her food? Yes. I don't. Uh, Sorry, I'm not going to lie. I don't like her already posting pictures of your food. She's one of
1: she's them. A, she's a food. She's a food <laughs> person who posts pictures of her food. Uh,
0: she's a food critic. You know what? No wonder what, she's guilty. I don't care what it is. She's guilty. Yeah. Posting pictures of your food. She's guilty.
2: Well to be fair, she could already be done because of gun discharge. For
0: post-pitch of her food, I understand completely. I do, I get it.
2: But It all it, comes back in the end. But it's just interesting the last receipt is from that very place. Though it seems like a very unusual coincidence for someone that usually used cards and there's only this receipt in his wallet. Must have not been that important, I guess. No, it very is very as important. He really did love this woman. Or he's just a jackass. Who knows?
1: <laughs> oh, my goodness. So at this point, as the three of you with Quinn, uh, and Doss at this point kind of just there you five could kind of finish up this conversation. And then as all of you kind of stand back up after Quinn gives you all the details, you five are approached by the good old chief uh, who kind of approaches us is like, uh, yes. And kind of looks at um, the five of you and says, uh, seems that uh we have quite an interesting scene here uh any preliminary information that you guys were able to come up with
0: even though he was rich he was a very lonely man doing a lot of looking around on dating sites uh had a feel had a certain um love of consuming um, sushi or at least was trying to impress a date uh the cars picked up speed and. uh His suit costs more than my first, you know, two cars combined. Just throw that out there for you. Just what I picked up.
2: And he's a real estate agent. He works for a company. And now he's dead. Boo hoo, another millionaire dead.
1: Hmm. Well, that is very interesting. So it seems that we have a victim and we have a couple possible leads. And the chief kind of just looks at his uh, watch. Well, then it is getting quite late, so I think. I will let Officer Dawes and Quinn and Officer Parker help me kind of wrap things up around here, as well as let Dr. Winthrop do his thing. The three of you, though. Um, Mrs. Yu uh, is still waiting, so she's offered her uh, guest room for you three to stay in, should you wish. That's where the children are currently at. But I think we should probably... Well, if you guys want to continue, you can. Mrs. Yu said she would watch the children as long as she as long as you need her to or you good guys can go get some rest and start again in the morning. But it is up to you. But regardless, you three are free to uh, not you three don't have to hang around here. We'll finish up here. You three go do what you need to do to kind of figure out what's going on.
2: My two friends before before we head to rest, I believe we have one place left to ask some questions.
0: Uh Random, just remembered it. Question up Where did Jean go? (laughs) She, so Jean is still, uh, she's still with Mrs. You. All right. I was sitting there going, um, uh, like the kids are sleeping. Like, okay. Oh, fuck. Uh, where did my. did I lose my girlfriend somewhere? Um, all right, just <laughs> I wanna sure. <laughs> I'll just make sure. I'll just make sure that way it would determine which way he was going and be like, "Yeah, I'm gonna link on home now." And that's yeah, Gene's
1: Jean uh, yeah, Jean's with Mrs. Yu and the kids in her apartment. So
2: you two wouldn't mind joining me for a drink, or two real quick?
0: Uh sure. I'll get. I'll I'll, I'll stop for a drink with you. I don't drink but I'll drink something.
2: Does that count? You don't need to drink any well if you want to drink you can. But that's not the main reason where where we're going. Alright, I'm going. I'm in. Project, are you going to join us?
3: I, I suppose so. That's not I've too got excited. a lot going. I'm sorry, I just I just
2: got a lot on my mind right now. Also I do recommend not bringing any badges or anything Mr. Frederick. Oh. Silence. Now, my friends, let us go let's let us go to a CD bar.
0: Wait, did you just say let us go to a CD bar?
1: Yeah, that's exactly what it said, because I perked up, too. So
0: God, I uh, fucking love that. <laughs> love it. Corey.
2: It's done, it's done to talk to my regulars. So oh. Context we have.
0: All
1: right. What CD bar are we going to?
2: I'm going to guess there's like one near it, near his bar, like where near his pub, where people go when he's not there. It's like. It's like, oh, it's closed right now. Let's just go to the other one next door.
1: Sure, if that's what you want to do. I'm interested to see where this goes.
0: So am I. Yeah, <laughs> definitely. I'll I'll walk in. Okay. Are this so, walking distance versus are we driving?
2: <laughs> I believe we're going to get a quick quick ride from Corey's vehicle for this.
1: All right. <laughs> yeah. So the three of you make your way to Corey's car. Corey hops in the driver's seat. You two get in.
2: OK. As he turns on the radio playing. Um, let's see. Random song generator. Deploy. <laughs> OK, that fits.
1: Sweet. All right, so the three of you in Corey's car make your way to the CD bar. So as you are kind of driving around a little bit and kind of. uh, It's getting a little late at night, so the street lights are on as well as you be bombarded with various like different color neon lights, like late open 24 hours, all kinds of different stuff. And it's not long before you guys pull up.
0: Is the bar's name the CD bar? <laughs> no, not <That's> really. E-E-D-I-E. <laughs> no, it like is not. It's as named as... after a person's last name, CD.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh, I wish. That would be fun. No, but uh, so as the three of you pull up, Corey, you know this uh as fine as well fine as an air quotes establishment to be known as the rambling route. Well. So where all the people go to have some drinks and spill their secrets.
2: See how this is a rift case? We're going to the second floor Which only we can enter. As as he's going to go into the bar, and then he's going to go to a room that's guarded by a bodyguard. It's a like, and as his as his bat so slightly as the cane slightly changes to a bat, he just he just walks in with no one stopping him. Welcome to. Welcome my friends. To the to the place where gods get drunk, demons have euphoria, and angels die. Don't know why I thought I couldn't think of anything good for that final part, I'm sorry. Okay, so
1: if uh, I'm if so out of character talk real quick. <laughs>
2: There are um, bars for riffs and I just thought that ah, sorry.
1: Mickey. Oh, no, 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 this is fine. Like I'm totally OK with it, but I'm going to take some creative liberties with describing it. So I just came up with something really fun. So just hold on. So just follow me on this one. OK, OK, <laughs> okay. so the as you th- three walk into the second floor of this thing, as Corey mentioned, this is a bar specifically for riffs, though, it doesn't really on a first initial glance, it's uh, it doesn't necessarily look like your typical bar. In fact, they it looks more close, akin to seems to be like. A lounge bar kind of thing. It's got like love sofas and cushions. Uh, There's a stage in the back. But the atmosphere is very light. Everything is kind of like coated in some sort of combination of like purple and pink lighting fixtures all over it. There's some like smooth jazz playing in the background. Also, in the corner, you see like some tables have like what look to be like hookahs hooked up of some sort. There are a few people in here. As the three of you enter, some of the patrons kind of just look at you and uh, for a brief moment, but then going back to either smoking some hookah or just drinking at the bar and behind said bar is a a tall gentleman, uh, very caramel, brown complexion skin, piercing kind of purple eyes. Yes, purple. I said purple. And he's, he's dressed in kind of like a typical kind of bartender outfit. He's got a white collar, short sleeve dress shirt underneath. And on top of it is a very uh, purple, like luscious, velvety purple kind of vest with the same kind of texture and color. Pants going on. Hair is very kept. Well combed, long, curly mustache with a little bit of a goatee going on too. And as you look up. while well, in the process, he's making a drink. He's pouring what looks to be some sort of. Uh, what looks to be some sort of wine coming out of what looks to be. Now, normally wine comes usually comes out of wine bottle, but this one kind of looks like to come out of like a typical kind of Grecian jug of some sort as he's pouring the wine into uh, this glass. And. uh. As he looks up, here, Corey, you meet eyes with the bartender, and he just gives you a smile. It's like, well, then, I wasn't expecting Mister O'Reilly to be paying me a visit tonight. What do I owe the pleasure, Mister O'Reilly?
2: Well, good drink, and I believe someone big has just. It is gone now, and I've got questions.
1: So it's information that you're looking for.
2: But uh, yes, it is.
1: Hmm. Interesting. Well, then I'd be more than happy to give you what you need. Of course, that is uh, it's going to cost you a little bit of something as he kind of points back to his uh, collection of alcohols and spirits. It's like, you must pay the piper first before I begin talking. So, what will it be tonight?
0: I'll take a rum and coke, but hold the rum.
1: (laughs) Excellent choice, my friend. Uh, Mr. O'Reilly, what can I get you to drink?
2: I would say. A. I'll try an Irish mule this time.
1: OK. And then this bartender looks over to you, uh, Friedrich. And what can I get for you, my friend?
3: I'll just take a lager, please.
1: Course come in right up. Oh, before I forget, would any of you three also like a side of ambrosia with that?
0: I have no, no idea what it is, but I'll definitely take some.
2: <laughs> my friend, that is uh, a godly drink. Be for the founders of the Greek gods.
0: Stand by my statement. I'll take some, please.
1: <laughs> Excellent. Oh, of course. Where are my manners? Uh, forgot every bartender should introduce himself. The name is D- Dio. And Cory, based on the subscriptions that were given you and Diogo v- way back, he is your quote-unquote Rift informant, who owns this luxurious Rift-only bar slash lounge, and you know that he is the Rift of the one one and only Dionysus,
2: the god of ruff- of parties and revels. Mm-hmm. So
1: within a couple of minutes, uh, Dio kind of just mixes all your drinks, hands them to you, and then also he hands those of you that request for ambrosia. So uh quick history lesson, just taking a pause real quick. So in Greek mythology, ambrosia is, uh, was, basically a food of the gods that when mere mortals were given it, it would restore their vitality it would give them strength and it also worked as a medicinal property and for those of if you want a more modern example of this being used uh anyone familiar with the percy jackson book series our main characters use that a lot in order to when they went out for their adventures to kind of not only get the sustenance they need but it was also treated when people were sick or when people got hurt so now we're back into it I was going to
0: say randomly sorry I was going to say could we use that since I had leveled (laughs) up basically last combat we did I'm going to use that as the ambrosia brought that out of it I haven't used I wasn't going to use it until something brought it out I think that would be a good thing like oh wow medicinally there it is sorry
1: No, you're good. We can definitely do that. That's fine with me. (laughs) So, uh, Corey, what exactly is it that you want to know?
2: I'm looking for someone's riff, actually. Um, his first name is David. What's the last name again? The
3: The last last name was Julian.
2: Thank you.
0: With a silent end
1: <laughs> Yes. <laughs> hmm. And David Guyen Ah uh, I do know him a little bit. What specifically is it that you wish to know?
2: What was his what was his power or what rift was he?
1: Hmm. Let's see. Well, Now, I only know rumors and based on the information I was given, but based on the little bit that I do know, Mr. Guyen here fancied himself in some very interesting antiquities from the Middle Eastern region, specifically near the sites of modern day uh, Israel, so to speak.
0: So would that be more as, uh, out of character? Would that be more of like a Hebrew kind of spiel or would that be still Babylonian?
1: Okay, so really quick, kind of like... Sorry. No, do not apologize. Like, this is important. So the reason that I use uh, Babylonian is because... So another real quick history lesson. So... uh And this is going to be MC, not in-character Dio, but we can get back into that. So David Guyen, based on the information. So David Guyen ended up buying some nice antiquity. So a nice golden shield and a leather slingshot. So the reason that I use Babylonia as kind of like a uh, point for the license plate is because historically speaking, the Byzantine Empire, Babylon, Babylon, and Israel were all kind of intertwined together, uh, but history muddles it. But Dio tells the three of you that based on that information, and if anyone guessed this, based on what he bought a golden shield, a spear, a leather slingshot with Hebrew lettering on the license plate and stone pillars, David Guyen is the rith of David from the Bible story of David and Goliath.
0: All right, I was going to ask, like, Whatever you said, no, the no, thanks, God, no, no, it kind of kind of clicked So OK. Yes.
1: Yeah, so David Guyan is, well, I should say in this case, not is, but was the rift of David from the David and Goliath story.
2: Corey takes a sh- drink some of his drink. Well, that's definitely yeah, I believe we can all agree that's going to cause some ripples. More than
0: I'd like to admit. I mean... There's no... There's no way around it, like... If it's... I mean... I don't know the Bible stories all the way, but... I'm pretty sure that didn't he become a king at some point, so... Was this yeah. pre-King David or... Post-King David? Is, this maybe could be a it, whole school of shit. No,
2: for this thing. For some myths, it's just the person after the god died or some, or whatever happens in the myth. But, let's say, for Icarus. He's a great daredevil, by the way. One of the best in the city. But he's gonna kill himself. As Icarus did when he flew too close to the sun. Everyone's putting a bet on... the rest of, well. Technically, it's not legal to put bets on a man's life, but we all did it at one point. I'm already out five, 50 bucks. thought he would have died in his last duck. Trying to jump a giant yellow glowing globe. I really thought he was going to die. Oh
1: my gosh, I can't. This is great.
0: So, <clears throat> random question. Uh-huh. Would this may chance be Goliath coming back to try to take revenge for some Rift thing in the past, or are mm-hmm. we looking for a person who turns into a giant? Just call me crazy, like, little voice in my head goes, like, that car, if we didn't see the imprints of it, but if someone pushed it, a am just, sh-. call me throwing something at the wall, see if it sticks, but mm. could a giant <laughs> have pushed that car? Air quote, air quote.
2: Possibly, well, um, We don't know how stuff answers. Maybe, maybe it's like the Banshee. Where instead of them becoming the Banshee, the giant just appeared behind him and pushed it.
0: It just makes it... like I'm trying to wrap my head around it. Takes a sip of his coat, puts it down all like, you know, intense like.
2: Let me put it this way. I'll... Technically, every myth is unique. There's... Let me put it this way. Sure, I might be Corey Riley, the myth of Dagda with the, his giant club of doom. But there could be another version of me. Eh, of Dagda. technically. But instead of having my almighty club of killing people, they might have His magical talents from like with his music where he could just put people to sleep with just playing his harp or uh, someone get the cauldron and feed an entire army within the city. But all myths are unique. We all take and give.
1: Well, if it's a giant that you're looking into as Dio kind of speaks up from behind the bar now remember Giants take multiple forms they could be like actual Giants like 10 like very very tall individuals but there's also rifts that were that have legends that were also Giants too you have things like the Titans from Greek mythology you have the the equivalent you have trolls you have ogres and in even certain cases, you have giants from other cultures, like the Oni from Japanese folklore.
0: The Formian from Irish folklore.
1: Exactly. So if you are looking for a giant, you may want to think along those lines of if it's not like a giant giant, like Titan size, maybe you should look f- into um, riffs or legends that have that. But let me do. let me say this, though. If you're asking questions about uh, David Guyon, it seems that you've gotten yourself in a little bit of a sticky situation, so to speak. Nothing too serious, but uh, David is involved in... uh, I don't even think a love triangle is the best way to describe it. Love square. Uh, More or less, but it's a love triangle where... Two out of the three participants. Have said no. But David is very persistent.
2: <laughs> is the best David, way to put it. King David had a harem.
0: Her bastard.
2: Sometimes you can't fight the myth, just try to embrace it. And in modern days, that fails. As he takes another sip of the drink. Hmm.
1: Oh, now that I shared this information with you, is there any is there anybody in particular that has come up with seem with so far any names of people, anything?
0: Uh, yeah. Mac gives the Emily, I believe, name from uh, Plenty of Riffs.
1: Yeah. So you give the name of Emma Bailey to Dio oh, Emma, and Dio's. Yeah. Oh, okay. He th- he thinks about it a little bit. Ah, okay. Yes, her. She's very interesting. Yes, Emma Bailey is a food critic of some sorts. She's her social. I don't understand the craze behind posting, taking and posting either. pics of your food, but whatever.
2: But I'm just saying if you make a one of a kind drink. Like you do sometimes, but I can just say, take a picture of that and put it on your thing. then look at that.
0: But you had to make the fucking pictures of food on Instagram. goddamn can you son of a bitch.
2: <laughs> Listen, you
1: presented it to me. I am going to roll with it. So technically, this is your fault. <laughs> hey, hey, but uh, well, we can't uh, say Instagram because we might get sued, so we'll call it like Instagram, Instagram or something. Or blimstagram. We'll just hey. call it blimstagram with a B, blimstagram.
0: Blimstagram. <laughs> so,
2: hey, to be fair, there are those weird videos where they say Rome never existed. And I believe we have proof that Rome existed right in front of us.
1: Hmm, that might be true. But back to Emma real quick. Yeah, she's a food connoisseur, blogger, whatever the kids call it these days. I don't understand. But it's funny her name comes up because David was in here not to about a day or two ago. And he said he was going to meet this Emma at Shinobi Sushi for some sort
0: of date.
2: I, I don't believe I was ever told about the green lips, right?
0: No, I, I thought I told you about it. I, I'm i making sure. I said, you know, the perfume. I don't know if I said out loud, but I was assuming I would have told you. And the lips are green. Because that would have thrown me off a little bit. Like, green lips are not normal.
2: There's some riffs there.
0: Not for King David, it wouldn't be, I don't think. What was anyway. uh? Do we know if that Emma was a rift? Or would he know if Emma was a rift?
2: Well, we definitely Uh, know because they're dating on a Rift app.
1: Well, we were just joking about the Rift app. It's not an actual thing.
2: It's called So Many Rifts, and we're we're saying that she isn't a Rift. I'm calling BS.
0: Still not sorry I came up with plenty of Rifts, but uh, would would she have uh, come into the bar? Because if he knows anything about her, would he know if she's a Rift?
1: Hmm. So Dio kind of thinks about it. She never came into the bar specifically, but I have heard rumor that she is a rift, but it seems that she's only just awakened it.
2: Hmm. Uh, Let me see
1: if I can hang on a sec. And he kind of pulls out his phone and kind of pushes it through. Now, where did I leave those notes? Okay. Ah, okay. This is, makes a lot of sense now. So, Emma, I'm sure if you're well aware, you do know what she does for a living, correct?
0: Yeah, she's a uh, she's a food critic and she uh, you know, oh sorry, she's a food critic and she puts all her pictures up on Blinstagram of her food, <laughs> which is some odd way of the gods telling me that uh, I gave him my an opportunity and he's going to take it. Hmm. <laughs>
1: Alrighty then, let's see. Let me take a look. So he begins, so she is a food critic, so she's always doing stuff like posting pictures, leaving reviews, all that kind of stuff. So
2: he definitely loves to be worshipped.
1: Let's see.
2: But yes, she
1: is uh, she's always into all this kind of stuff. Ah, here we go. So, Emma Bailey, uh, this ah, okay, this yep, definitely, yep. Just as I thought.
2: Which one is she?
0: What are you thinking?
1: (laughs) Well, I don't think I don't think it's too bad given this rift, but it's going to be very interesting. So, Miss Bailey's is a rift. It seems that she's only just awakened to it, but based on the information of the historical accuracy and based on the things that she does, she is the rift of the Hindu goddess Anapurna, which is the Hindu goddess of food and nourishment. And according to the historical context, Anapurna usually was worshipped, and the followers of her would offer food to her as an offering, as in the Hindu culture. Uh, Offering somebody food was considered to, in Hinduism, be the highest form of flattery and praise.
2: Well... So we have King David, who we know is dead. And a goddess of food who might be dead. This day keeps on getting better and better.
1: There is one more thing. When David was in here last, he did mention he was going to go see Emma at Shinobi Sushi. So, I mean, this is just my guess, but I feel like at some point you may want to go... Over there and see what you can dig up.
2: I believe that is our next stop after t- tomorrow morning, I believe, correct? Because it probably is closed by now. Yes,
3: yeah, so I suggest we do that tomorrow. It's uh, getting kind of late now.
2: Yep. Yeah. Well, I've got to make sure to get the kids in bed. Uh,
0: yeah, gonna say, in, uh, I do. I think I. What, wait, what day of the week is it?
2: Uh, I'll say it's probably
1: like a Friday of some oh. sorts.
0: Never mind. I don't have work in the morning. I forgot what day it was. You know, it happens <laughs> for the best of us. But I do. I am pretty sure that you know I should be getting the fiancé home because you know
2: no, reasons.
0: definitely Reasons. Big exaggerated wink. You know, reasons.
2: Yes, have your fun. Friedrich no, just kind of rolls his I eyes. To to
0: I, I honestly meant go to sleep, but extra big, exaggerated wink and just look at Friedrich and go, love you.
3: <laughs> I just kind of playfully punch his arm.
0: Roll for initiative.
3: Oh no, it's
1: like, <laughs> wrong game! <laughs> uh... So Dio kind of cleans up the remnants of your drinks and ambrosia uh, bread. Actually, he baked it into the bread. It was kind of nice and kind of just looks at all three of you. Well, then, if should you need any more information, you are more than welcome to stop by. And of course, if you ever need information, remember, it always comes at a cost as he points to the menu behind. Hopefully next time I'll have some more selected drinks for you guys to try this time. I'm always trying to come up with something new. But uh, until then, keep safe, my friends. And as always, if you need information, Dio's your man. As you see, kind of like in his purple iris is kind of like a sheen and they kind of glisten and sparkle behind it as you three kind of make your way out of the bar.
2: That's one good thing about Riff Bars. They always they they always have someone who knows how to run them.
0: Is yours a Riff Bar?
2: Oh, no, I do a regular bar. Get more customers that way.
0: As uh, he says that, you know, Mac just looks at him with a, like a mischievous glint and goes, I figured because you don't know how to run it. And just slowly, like... Picks Ow. up, the case and starts walking away
2: faster. Sorry, I had to,
0: you set it up.
2: Ow! But to be Damn. fair, that, that to be fair, that isn't. I do run the place, but that's not my job. At the current moment,
0: very true. Oh, I'll give you that one. Takes <laughs> off and goes back to a. I'm going to say we head back to Mrs. You and we. I think we I live in the same apartment building as she does, don't I?
1: Yeah. So, uh, Mac, you live in the same apartment building as she. So as the three of you make your way from the rambling route to uh, back to the apartment complex. Uh, Corey, you and Mac go up into the building, Corey, you get your daughters who are still sleeping and uh, the chief kind of helps you gently put them in the car and put I their seatbelts
0: on. I offer free drink a place to stay, by the way. Because <laughs> no, I mean, honestly, because free, like in my head, he's like, I don't know his drinking tolerance. He drank. I don't know where he lives. You know, I live right upstairs. Oh, There's an extra room. He can stay if he wants.
3: Oh, I'm good, but I do appreciate the offer.
0: I was really I was really hoping you'd say no, but I figured I'd make the offer anyway.
3: I appreciate that, my friend. Yeah.
0: And then goes up takes the fiance upstairs and probably sits there and thinks for a second about the whole everything going on, mildly distractified.
1: Alright. So here's what I'll say. So uh at this point. <clears throat> you guys go your separate ways for the evening. Uh, Corey, you after help after the chief helps you put your daughters into the car. You drive back to your house and you kind of carry them to their beds and have and have them go to sleep as you kind of retire yourself after witnessing everything that has transpired tonight. Uh, Friedrich, you check your phone as you're kind of exiting the apartment building and you just see a text message from Daz and Quinn in your group chat that you got going on, which basically says that they haven't got, aside from the information that you were able to come up with and what Quinn shared with all, with you and your compatriots, there's not really any new update, though. Uh Dawes does tell you that Dr. Winthrop was doing an autopsy, so you should stop by whenever you can to see if there is anything else. Dr. Winthrop was able to get from the body. And then there's also just another message for you saying to keep your head up that uh, if you do some more investigating just to let them know and then they'll come over and give you and your friends some aid if they need be. And then just a lot of like emojis, like spamming you with like rows and rows of emojis just because they think it's funny.
0: Wait, sorry, side note. Uh, you said morgue autopsy, so we get to go back for cookies.
1: I mean, if you go back, then certainly we'll Hopefully, Miss Wendy will have some cookies. Well, actually, Wendy will always have cookies as long as you guys are there. So yeah, so cookies around too.
0: We will always go to the morgue, like no matter what. If there's a dead body there or not, be like, can we just make a trip to the morgue?
2: Why? Why wouldn't we go to a morgue? Every every case has started with a murder. There is a very good reason to go to the morgue.
0: Yeah, cookies.
2: <laughs> why did I say, Why did I say murder? We don't even know if this is a well. Technically, we do. It I'm all liked starts it. with a dead body. Well, we know the car was pushed.
0: Step one, dead body. Step two, cookie. Step three, success. <laughs> Step four, profit.
1: Oh my gosh, I love it. But yeah, so that's for you, Friedrich, is that gives you that stuff. And then for you, Mac, yes, you take your fiancé back upstairs and you're kind of just sitting on the couch, just processing everything that happened. And non-verbally, Jean comes over without saying a word and kind of just takes you and kind of pulls you into her lap as she kind of just caresses your head a little bit, kind of like in a there, there fashion.
0: And it, uh, I don't know, I'm just sitting there still thinking, because that's a lot of, like, I know it's not a lot, but that was a lot of shit that happened in a very short period of time.
2: In the emotional charge at the beginning, slowly detox, to a car crashing, to more stressful, like, oh my god, who's a sleeper and who isn't?
3: Um, I have a question. Mm-hmm. Um, from where Mac is looking out the window, can he see Friedrich getting on his uh, his motorcycle?
1: I'm sorry, can you repeat the question for me, please?
3: about oh, uh, that? From, uh, from the window that Mac is looking out of, can he see Frederick getting on his motorcycle?
1: Uh, I don't know, Mac. Do you see Frederick getting on his motorcycle?
0: <laughs> uh, do you want me to see you getting on the motorcycle? Because I, I could say that because he's looking out the window. I just. Yeah, he sees him. I mean, if you want. Okay. Yeah, he sees okay. him.
3: Because I was going to say, when you see him. Uh, Kickstart the motorcycle, you can uh, even from a distance, you can tell that Friedrich is getting kind of pissed off.
0: All right, and then Um.
3: just as soon as that, uh, that happens, you see him and Cerberus just ride off.
0: All right, so uh, Mac will shoot a text to Friedrich, going saying simply, You okay? Smiley face, smiley face, lol, smiley face. Um, no, he Weak. just says, are you, no, he like just saying, are you okay? <laughs> like, uh, trying to think how to text it and I'll tell the way, basically I'll just sum it up the way I text stuff is like, you okay? Seemed like you were a little bit, uh, a little bit upset, getting on your bike. Uh, let me know when you get home. Okay. Uh, yeah, sexy hunk of German love. Miss you. And then spells out the worst. Mwah. Because at this point, you're going to get used to it. But yeah, he's just, he's going to check up on him because whenever he gets home, he'd be like, because, now Mac doesn't know, Mac doesn't know why he's pissed off or why he seems upset, but he's like, that's, that's not normal, Friedrich. Let's double check on the, the hunk of German love here.
1: Yeah, Uh so You'll get a, break.
3: you'll get a text <laughs> message back in about, I don't know, I'll say about 20 minutes or so. And, uh, You'll get a message back, and it says, yeah, I'm okay. Just a lot's happening right now. And then shortly after that, another text will come up, <laughs> but it's all in German. And down underneath that, I send the same message in parentheses in English. And it says, it's nice that, yeah, you're concerned about your German hunk. And then there's a, w- a winky face.
0: I'll say a random uh, side note. Um, he'll text back saying it's okay. I can I can actually read German, which is I can't. But Mac knows a couple random languages. He doesn't know how to say them all, but he can read a lot of it. And he's like, you know, I'm just I'm no, I'm serious. I'm worried about you because you know Corey's got his thing. I got my thing, and you know, I I worry about you. I'll say he's older than Mac too. I think isn't he?
3: Uh how old is Mac?
0: Mac is 32. Oh, no. No, he's younger. Uh,
3: Friedrich is only uh Friedrich's only about 26.
0: All right, so he's that younger guy who's technically in essence older in the same sense. Cuz Mac it's is like of- not not responsible kind of guy and you have responsibilities.
3: Yeah, ever since he was like 10 years old, he's had to uh act More like an adult, so okay. his whole life has literally just been trying to keep everything in order, trying to juggle a whole bunch of different things at once.
0: So, yeah, Mac's going to be checking up on you on the regular because being that you're younger, he's going to look at you like a a little brother kind of thing. Because you're the only one of us that is, air quote, not like alone, but doesn't have someone to be there to make sure you're okay. So he's gonna check up on you. And you'll you'll get used to the random text messages of uh you okay or just checking in and all that shit, because like I said, you're the only one that's like I have my fiance. Corey has his kids. You know, someone needs to keep an eye on you. And I just making sure, you know, you're okay. Uh PS. Thanks for the the food you brought to the uh what was it to the potluck? Like you know, it was it was good shit, man. And in really, really badly typed out German, it says seriously, it was the shit.
3: And uh, you'll of course get a message back saying, "I'm glad you appreciate. Uh, I I I appreciate you checking in on me like this. Glad that you enjoyed the food. It is no, it's nowhere near like my mother used to make, but. I tried
0: replies back. You know, we it's, no, it's not about like exact. It's, it's all about trying. Like what I made wasn't exactly the way my mom, my mama made it, but you know, it's all an effort. I'll say the goal of Mac is like, Mac doesn't have a whole lot of like people. He trusts in general. he's for some odd reason, you and Corey, he trusts, but there's this weird, like, I was your wingman at the bar. I'm like the, the muscle behind your thought. Like I'm the brute force. You're the thinking kind of part of it. Corey's a part of it with us. Okay. But, uh, he's, his goal is like, make sure that you are all square. Cause he knows about stressful jobs and he's just, you know, his dad was a vets from whatever, fill in the blank situation. So he wants to make sure you're cool. Like, you're good.
3: Yeah, yeah, I, I get what you're saying.
1: But. Uh...
0: Mm-hmm. I love it.
1: Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, so as you guys kind of finish up this text conversation and I'll just say for all three of you, you guys go through your nightly routines and you end up re- going into your bed in, and in different ways. Each of you think about what has transpired tonight and the work that it entails, um, that's going to be interesting when you wake up in the morning and the things that you're going to do.